0: me later. Welcome to another episode of When Women Speak. This is Shirley King. I am your host for When Women Speak. When Women Speak is sponsored by Life on Power in the brand What If She Knew She Was Powerful. Our guest today is an exciting creative. We have Shayla Alexander today. Can't wait to dig into this conversation with her. When women speak, goal is to amplify the voices of women in their lives, business, and in the workplace. Who is Shayla Alexander? She's the owner and the designer of Creative Design Works, LLC. She was born and raised as one of four children and the only girl. And the thick culture and creativity in that city, in in New Orleans, Louisiana, inspired her artistic skill early on in school. And while majoring in business marketing at Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Shayla developed a desire to be more involved in fashion design entrepreneurship. So guess what she did? After she finished her degree, years later, Shayla went to school a second time for fashion design at the Art Institute of Dallas. During much of Shayla's career, in her life, her mom, Diane, has helped Shayla to steer the idea of the company, focusing more on expansive, all-inclusive design. And together, they work to leave a creative footprint and professional lasting impression wherever they went. Shayla has also has had many creative gifts. Drawing, fashion, and design were always at the helm, though. She found her calling in helping young women who have creative and professional aspirations, but they may not be sure how to get where they're going. She gained the life experience to be able to help these young women over her years working retail, working in finance and insurance management, operations and training, automotive manufacturing sales management, regional distribution, and now global marketing development. This is the caveat, I love this last sentence. She has typically been one of the only black women in the room and she always uses that opportunity to shine. Welcome Shayla to When Women Speak. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much, Shirley,
1: for this opportunity. I'm happy to be with you here and your audience, should I say today. (laughs)
0: We're excited to have you. You know, that last sentence that you always make sure that you that you use the opportunity to shine. And I'm really excited to hear about some of that as we delve through when women speak and have those and have these conversations on today. And the very first one is Shayla, when you hear the statement find her voice, what does that mean to you? To me, um, It doesn't
1: necessarily mean that somebody else has to find her voice, but she has to find her own. So she's got to determine what that voice means to her and whatever assignment or situation um, she brings her voice to, determine what kind of power she wants associated with that voice and being consistent enough to stick with it so that it
0: means just what she says it means. What kind of power associated with that voice? That was huge, Shayla. What kind of power? So what you're saying is that she already has the power. She just has to make a decision on what type of power and what kind of power is aligned with her voice. And the one that everybody recognizes when they see her or when she walks into the room. Mm, yes. I like that. Thank you for that, Shayla. And of course, mm-hmm. our sponsor, Life on Power, works right. It's an alignment with that company. Yes. yes. So whether you were You know, you were one of the only girl in the household of boys. Uh, You went to school twice and you have a lot of roles, including, like you just said, a lot of your experiences in corporate America Mm -hmm. being the only woman in the room. So uh, what I would like for you to do is share with us an experience where you felt voiceless, whatever that experience is, an experience where there was a time that you felt like you were voiceless. So I'll be honest with you, Shirley, I kind of I think
1: about have I ever felt voiceless? And I would tell you the way I was raised, it wasn't, you could not, like it was a a house where you couldn't say I can't. So I was trained to not feel voiceless. And I don't believe that I have ever felt voiceless, but I have been put into situations where others have tried to block my voice. So really what I can tell you is, um, I mean, it it never stopped me. I might've got to, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, on a, I don't want to say the list, you know, but I've always spoken my voice, and sooner or later, by speaking my voice, it always comes through. So I always win in the end. But I've never been afraid to say anything, and I've never felt voiceless. But I have been in several
0: situations where people tried to block it. You will always win in the end. So using your voice, amplifying your voice, and understanding the power in your voice what I heard was that you will always win in the end. You're either going to win or you're going to win. So you even kind of to a little bit that list that you might get put on. Yeah. Or you can be scared of that list. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared of the list, Shayla. Right. <laughs> because you always win in the end. Yes,
1: yes, as long as you are standing up for what is right. In a a situation where you're portraying integrity, which just means when nobody's looking at you, you're still doing the right thing. As long as you believe that and stand in it, you will win. It might not feel like it, but at the end of the day, it's never failed
0: me. Knowing that has never failed me. You will win. So there are some experiences where your voice, people have tried to block your voice. And if you could think of one of those experiences, wherever that was in your lifetime, and the reason why I'm asking this question, um, Shayla, because a lot of our viewers, they they don't know how to respond to those opportunities where it looks like, where it seems as though the voice is being blocked. Mm-hmm. So we can say, you know, I, I cannot not be voiceless. I cannot not have my voice heard. Um, but if you could share, an where your voice tried to be blocked, you know, and how you handle that, your response to that, that would be awesome. I think I could probably put all of my
1: experiences into one bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, you perseverance is what I could think of when I think about it. So it seems like in corporate America and my corporate life throughout my work, I might not have fit the category of what someone saw as someone they would want to put at the next level, you know? Um, Maybe it was my skin color, maybe it's just that I'm a female, maybe both, maybe my hair, maybe the fact that I speak to people just like I'm speaking to you now, no matter what level they are on, Mm -hmm. Um, whatever. So um, reach out. So if I have ideas or if I have something to say about a situation, and I know it's based in fact because I've lived the experience and people may not want to listen, I always reach out and network with people who might have similar situations. Um, I always make sure I know exactly what I'm talking about. Is that you know what you know, always know exactly what you're talking about. Even if you know somebody else is incorrect, mm-hmm. just keep pushing and plugging, reaching out to people, networking, letting people know what your skills are. You know what I mean? So, for example, if you're in a situation where you're being blocked from a promotion that mm-hmm. you know you could have got or you should have got, keep on reaching out because it's going to be a situation where somebody realizes she knows this. Let me reach out and see if I could get her for this role. So no matter what happens, you want something, it's always a way to get it. It's just, are you bold enough to go grab it? You know what I'm saying? So it could have been a promotion. It could have been up for a project. It could have been um, a move or a relocation or something. I always reach out to other folks. They always know what I can do and what I'm capable of. So then when opportunities arise, they're going to reach out for me. So as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do and moving in the direction you're supposed to be moving in, somebody coming to look for you. And that that's how you can kind of use your voice. You've used your voice maybe indirectly, but it's going to eventually pull you out to where you need to be.
0: Shayla, you, I mean, you just left some nuggets in the middle of that, some straight gems. You said, are you bold enough to grab it? Because sometimes it's not going to be given to you, but are you bold enough to grab it? Grabbing it in a sense of you begin to reach for it when you begin to make those connections. Mm-hmm. You begin to reach for it when you're having those that exchange of communications with people at different levels. I often tell mentees that you know, you're looking only to create that connection with the individual that is leading you, or or has a a senior position, mm-hmm. but some of these folks right at your level, or even under your level, they have influence that you are unaware of. Right, connections are connections, and and that is how you get your talent in front of the right person most often. Yeah, by way of somebody else that knows what Shayla can do. Yep. They've seen evidence.
1: Yeah, and sometimes. I, f- I feel like the Lord puts you in situations where you normally will stop to see if this time you're going to try something different and go around. You know what I mean? Because sometimes that person wasn't going to see you
0: anyway. You got to go around. This yep. time, you going to try something different and go around. Yep. And that is those connections that are sometimes not obvious. Yeah. That's just one of the things that you can do, but it's big. Those connections that are not obvious. So many times individuals have come right up from other, other individuals and they've grown somewhere else. Then it all comes full circle a year or two later, right? Yeah, you always see it later. (laughs) We're sitting with the person that you've been trying to connect with. But if you had just connected with this other person, you would have been there. Yeah. I've seen it happen hundreds of times, a lot of times in my career. Me too. And I've seen it happen a lot of times in my own life. So
1: I feel like mm. you keep repeating it until you figure it out. And that's
0: how you <laughs> figure it out because you kept repeating it. Yes. Okay, you were doing this when and you're, you're supposed, supposed to be doing this. Next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, great share. I appreciate sharing that. Thank you so much for re-asking that question so we can get to the bottom of that too, Shayla. And Shayla, this this show is called When Women Speak, um, in and we're in, in amplifying the voices of women in several areas. So my next question is, why really should the voices of women matter and their values matter? Why? Why should it matter? In
1: every situation or any um, client business situation, any life situation. There is no decision that has been made that a woman doesn't have some influence over, if not the majority of the influence. That could be purchasing, that could be power decisions. Um, it's everything. We at least half the population, if not more, probably very likely more now. Um, we're probably the biggest group of consumers. So, if for no other reason other than the power of the purse and just power of decision making, our voices definitely, definitely matter. Even when men are making the choices, they're thinking about how are the women going to take this? So we make the decisions around
0: here. <laughs> I like that. We make the decisions around yes. here. Yes, ma'am. Mm. And you know, we often like to, to talk about that are, that there are not enough women at the table that needs to be in the table uh, when really we belong in every room and every table. And I could Probably, if you were, we were thinking the ten years ago, there's still not enough. Let's be clear, yeah. y'all know y'all heard me talking before. I still do believe that there is still not enough, but I do also believe that we're we're there in different areas. Yeah. So we're not in the room, but we're in the ear yes. of someone important in the room.
1: Sometimes it's one of two things, and I'm gonna try to remember this as I'm talking. Um, I remember sitting so either. There's a table and we need to make another one or there's something that we don't understand about ourselves that we need to carry forward. I remember sitting in a meeting it was like a, a, a regional group of women and we had like an HR director in there. And she said the difference between women and men winning and building things is that men will go out ahead with only 20 percent of the knowledge that they think they need and they'll win. We need 120 percent. So we're not going to start anything even at the 100% line. We, go, we need to have everything lined up. So it's courage and understand what you have and understand your value that doesn't allow us to think that we matter more or at least on the same level with men. But they just have more courage than we do. So what are we going to do about it? We're going to get more courage <laughs> and develop ourselves so we have it.
0: Courage and your value. But knowing your value is a, is a good part of courage, though knowing your value because knowing that you have the tools knowing that you have the experience and knowing that you have enough yes enough because when you just said 20 versus 120 Mm -hmm. that means that i can begin with mediocre beginning matters and get to be a master yes because everyone starts mediocre it's just that there's a group of people that say Oh yeah, I'm mediocre, but I can get better at this. That doesn't mean that I shouldn't that I shouldn't go for it or that I don't belong there. That's that group of people. Yep. The other group of people is I need to at least get close to mastery before I go after before it. Before I go after it. I mean,
1: that's appropriate in some lines of work, like a doctor, yeah. A doctor course, <laughs> you can't you can't do half work in those lines of work. Yeah. Majority of our lives and what we're trying to do. We think too much about it before we get yes. started. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 We have a whole conversation in our head, right? Yeah. Um, and that conversation, it really is the result of what we believe about ourselves. Yeah. And no one can believe more about ourselves than we can believe right. about yeah. ourselves. And that's what it boils down to. That no is one awesome. can believe more about our value than we believe okay. about our value. Yeah. And so we talked about experience, um, finding a voice voices of experience and why the voices of women even matter. Mm -hmm. But in the middle of that, we've had some awesome experiences leading with our voice. And so tell me about an experience that you've had. You've had so many, um, but just give us one of an experience leading with your voice. So
1: um, I remember, it might have been last year, that I had a similar conversation, virtual, Um, with a group out of California called We Lead Ours. And -hmm. I believe it's a nonprofit. It was, uh, the majority of it was dealing with young people, fostering education activities, getting them prepared professionally for their future, whether they're going to be business owners or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Um, And I got to speak with them about my background, similar to what we're speaking of now, like how I became one of the only African-American women in the room and some of the things that I was doing and how I kind of do all the different things I do because I call myself a creative person and I do a lot of creative projects. Um, So I just told them, basically, I say maybe about four years ago, I actually figured out who I was. Unfortunately, it was after my mom passed, but it seemed like everything that she taught me, I remembered, you know what I mean? Mm. So I cut my hair off, you know, started, Learning and doing more for myself. I gave them examples of coming to wherever you are is exactly who you are and nothing less. And I feel like the person, so say I am that
0: again, Shayla,
1: coming coming to the coming to wherever you're going with exactly who you are and nothing less.
0: Mm. Yep.
1: So mm. you're gonna get all of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're gonna get. And whoever I'm talking to, this is exactly how I come, and it's well received. And whereas before I was trying to be somebody else aligned with what everybody else was telling me to be, and it didn't go too well for me. So it mm. seems like my life started moving in a positive, quick direction when I became who I was supposed to be. Um, I call myself a creative weirdo. So it's okay to be a weirdo. It's kind of what I led off with in a discussion with those young folks. And it was a few of them, um, young women, young men who all were really proud and kind of honored to speak with me when I was. I was proud and honored to be there. But they said that was the first time that they had heard somebody tell them, do all of what you came here to do. Don't just Mm -hmm. focus on that one thing. Like some business people will tell, you know, you need one thing. No, you do all those things and you just make sure you do all those
0: things well. Mm. So what I heard is do all those things that you came here to do, here meaning this earth, do all those things that you came here to do and do them as you. All yeah. of you authentically as you, and you said something else interesting. You said that there, you got speed after you began to show up as one hundred Shayla. Um, you're gonna either get all of me or, or I don't I don't, have, I don't know any other. <laughs> I ain't got one. no time. is yes. yes. <laughs> it. it? Yes, and that's when speed. You yes. you got speed in your projects outside of also corporate America, is that correct?
1: That's correct, it's some things, I have been working in creative, I I made a sole proprietorship September 23rd, 2010. 2019 is when I switched it over, I moved out, of. I was in Texas, moved to Georgia, um, switched it to LLC, renamed, revamped. Around that time, pandemic time came Mm -hmm. up, I had to pivot, because it was originally like invitations and things, and now it's basically graphic design and other forms of design. Mm -hmm. But it's like, once you know who you are, and then getting in collaboration with different groups and mentorships, once you know who you are and what you came here to do, the speed is, the wind is behind you. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. like, every day you get up, you got a plan, or at least some type of Idea of what you need to do to get to where you're going. So mm-hmm. yeah, like so, uh, online courses is an option. Um, app development and other things are coming my way. So I'm I'm proud of the speed that's coming up behind me. Mm-hmm.
0: She said the wind is behind her now. Yep. The wind is pushing her now. She has that speed, but only after she fully showed up as authentically Shayla. Yep. Ah, that was good. That was good. And so the show, we talk about finding, leading, and then this last one. And it's been amazing how this statement conveys various meanings and have conveyed various meanings with our previous guests, with our other guests. The statement leaving with your voice, Shayla, can convey various meanings. What does the phrase leaving with your voice convey for you? So leaving with your voice, not leading.
1: So it's real simple after you have led with your voice you have been consistent and people know what to expect and nobody's surprised when you come in there and you lay it down how you normally do it you've left what you needed to leave in the room and go up going about your day <laughs> you know what i mean it's going to have an impact because you've already set the stage nobody's shocked or surprised at what you've what you've done and the impact you've made and now You go on to whatever else is next.
0: And your voice is still there There. because of the impact that you made while leading with your voice. Yes. So leaving with your voice means leaving your voice while physically you leave the room, whether it be another role, another company, or an intense meeting where you showed up authentically as yourself and you put it on the table with all that smoke yes. and, and it was left right there in the room. So mm-hmm. when I say in the room, I mean I, what I'm saying and what I'm suggesting is that it is left as a word that you left with everybody in the room. Yes.
1: It's something out of what you said. Everybody, It doesn't matter what level anybody is on. People respect first when you come in there as who you are and you know what you're talking about. They going to get everybody is going to get something at whatever level they're on from what you said. If you know what you're talking about, you're consistent and you are yourself.
0: Consistent, yourself, and you know what you're talking everybody, about. Yes ma'am. Consistent, yourself, and you know what you're talking about. Those are that's like a three-pronged strategy right mm-hmm. there. Be consistent, show up authentically, and know what you're talking about. See when we talk about mediocre, we're not saying just stand up and be willy nilly and just kind of kind of just put up right there and, <laughs> and you don't know yeah. and you know you're trying to impress somebody because unfortunately we you know people do that yeah we, we can't do that but knowing what you're talking about and usually that thing that you know that you're talking about you're passionate about it very and people can tell
1: people have said it to me and I don't even realize it you know what I'm saying. But when I know something, I know it. And I'm the kind of person that pays attention to very small details that nobody else cares about. And they always matter, maybe two, three years down the line. <laughs> and you are the only one that knows that because you know what you're talking about. And that makes the difference.
0: Mm, your leadership is in the details. Working yeah. with you and being on a project with you is being in the details. You know, yeah. so we know, we know what our ultimate goal is for this project. But this project is here to move through and move on through the next project. Mm.
1: Yes. And I have, I think my, my level of success in some of the things that I've done has been because I know how to plan the small details mm. and don't mind
0: necessarily working in the background. And that's a real superpower not mining, not really in the planning, the small details, not the big details where someone Mm -hmm. you're the person that they're going to see and you're the face of the project, those small details and being in the background, because at some point, at some point, somebody's going to ask, who can I thank for this idea?
1: Yep.
0: And it's going to be Shayla.
1: Yep. Yep. And you usually, you can usually tell, I think, I don't know who said that, but I remember someone saying, you can tell a person's success by the success of those around them. So if they was at a rising tide, lifts all boats, everybody around you winning, you probably doing a, a pretty decent job of, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Your space and the people around you is a fragment of who you are. Yes, it definitely is. Shayla, thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of When Women Speak. We would like to hear some last words of advice that you would like to share with our listeners today.
1: Definitely. Thank you, Shirley, for this opportunity. Um, I always like to, I guess, use myself as an example. Um, So what I would say is find yourself some folks who know how to pull you to the side and tell you when you cutting up. (laughs) When you need to get yourself together and when you lose and focus on what you say you're heading towards. Mm-hmm. I've always been surrounded with those kind of women, whether it was my mom, my grandmother, my aunt, friends or people that knew my mom. They were reaching and grab me and tell me you need to get your life in order, you know, because you're you're supposed to be doing something else and you're not. So find you a team of women, men, whoever that can that you you can receive that kind of information from brutal and honest and right on your forehead kind of stuff. Um seek honesty and integrity. That always wins at the end of the day, you know, because nobody can really win if you're living in a fairy tale. So yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta reach for the stars, get yourself a team who's wants you to who wants to help you reach for the stars and see to reach for the stars and be honest and integrous. So I appreciate
0: that. Oh, Shayla, there was so much in those last words. Listeners, I hope you caught that. If not, come back for the replay. <laughs> but I hope you caught those last words. That was a lot in those last words. Don't live in fantasy, because yeah. then you can't reach for the stars. <laughs> then the stars that you create are not real. Yeah, they cool. will fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they will fall. They yeah. will disintegrate, too. Yes. Mm. Well, so this has been another episode of When Women Speak with Shayla Alexander. Um, this episode is sponsored by Life on Power in the brand. What if she knew she was powerful? Shayla, how do our listeners contact you? Where can they find you?
1: So I am on social media um, on Instagram. We'll, we'll link you to the others, but it's at S. Alexander Designs on Instagram. And if you just hit the profile link, it'll get you to all the rest of them. Um, if y'all are just still doing phone calls, it's uh, 800-674-4302. Um, but other than that, that's where I am.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Shayla, for joining us for this episode of When Women Speak. Um, to hear from a creative and a leader, and I, I love talking to creatives, and you did not disappoint us, Shayla. We appreciate your time on today.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate this opportunity.